Um, welcome to another episode of Tween Girls Talk. Today, I will be interviewing Lisey Harrison. Lisey Harrison is a best-selling author with over 8 million copies sold of her best-selling book, Clique. Before writing her number one best-selling Clique book, she worked at MTV Network in New York City for 12 years. She is also the author of best-selling books, Alphas, and Monster High, and now working on a, a book series called Captain. And I will now be interviewing the amazing Lisey Harrison about her new book, Girl Stuff, that was published on February 2nd, 2021. And let me tell you, it's a pretty amazing book. Want to know more about Girl Stuff? Then keep on listening. Now introducing Lisey Harrison. How are you? Hi, Lisey. Hello. Uh, hello. How are you? I'm doing good today. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you. Okay, starting off right from the back, um, could you tell us a little bit about your new book, Girl Stuff? Yes, Girl Stuff is a middle grade series. It's the first book in the series, and it is set in Orange County, which is where I live. I live in Laguna Beach, and it's set in a town similar to that. Um, and it's about three girls. They've been best friends forever, but they've never gone to the same school. And now that they're starting seventh grade, the three of them are finally going to the same school. And they're like, what could possibly go wrong? This is going to be the best year of our <laughs> lives. And of course it's seventh grade and everything can possibly go wrong because it's seventh grade and it's really hard to be in middle school. And so their friendship and their just personal goals and everything just, it's, challenged from day one and so it's really about how these best friends manage to sort of stay together while they're dealing with all of these nightmares that just keep coming up <laughs> and that it's really fun and it's it's really a story about friendship and and how important it is to have great girlfriends that support you and have your back instead of trying to stab you in the back you know <laughs> I did the backstabbing stuff with the click and now it's time to show what healthy female friendships look like. It sounds like a really interesting book. What in right. what what inspired you to write this book? Um I well I have two boys and when I started writing this they were both in middle school and so I was just sort of surrounded by that life all over again and just realized how hard it is just to be a middle schooler on planet earth. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't, and this was before the pandemic and before like the hard got even harder. It was just regular life and just dealing with hormones and friend issues and crushes and school pressure and annoying parents and like all the things that happen. And I just was seeing it all around me in my own real life. And I thought it would be really fun to write a series about it. Yeah. Um, which character could you relate to the most to and why? That's a tough one. So there are three main characters. There's Fonda who her issues are, you know, she has two fabulous older sisters and she's always treated like the baby and she just finally wants to matter. And then there's Drew, who's really sporty, and she's got this like massive crush on this this guy, Will. And then there's Ruthie, who's incredibly quirky and and just different. And she gets put in the gifted and talented program, and she gets upset because she's missing out on all the stuff that her other friends are doing. And so 
I'm not specifically like any one of those three girls, but I think as a writer, you tend to put, you relate more to the feelings or the struggles of your characters as opposed to the literal characteristics of them. So I can relate to all three of those characters. I can relate to Fonda and that like just wanting to matter in life and wanting to be seen and noticed and have people care about what you're doing. And I could relate to Drew because like who hasn't had a massive crush and it's confusing and complicated and painful and fabulous and it's a million things that drive you crazy. And then who can't like Ruthie, I can relate to because she's just kind of a weirdo and quirky and like a little different than the mainstream. And I feel like I've always been a little bit of that. I was never in a gifted and talented program, but I know what it feels like to sometimes feel like you're on the outside of things. So I relate to all three of them in different ways. And I just put different aspects of just the struggle of being human into all three characters. Yeah. Is there any scene in Girl Stuff that happened in real life? Ooh, no, there's not in this one. I wish I could say there was. Um, I'm I'm running through it really quickly in my mind. No, there's not. Um, I made it all up. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Which part of the book was the most fun to write? Oh God, I love the scenes where the girls are just talking amongst themselves and they just start getting weirder and weirder and funnier and funnier. And like they get into the inside jokes of their friendship and these moments where you really like just get the feeling like you're best friends with them. Like, you know how like your best friend or just somebody that you're really close to, you sort of develop your own language and your own weird sense of humor. Like all the like you had to be there jokes and all the like inside jokes that you're sitting there cracking up and everyone else is looking at you like you're not funny and I don't even know why you're laughing right now, but the two of you are just like crying. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Those, I love that. And that's like my favorite part of having great friends is that shorthand that you have and that weird little bubble you slip into. And like the scenes in the book where you can tell the girls are like in that bubble of just like making each other laugh. And it doesn't necessarily further the story. It's just these moments in their lives that are really funny. And then there's a scene at the end that I actually think is one of the funniest things I've ever written. And I don't want to say what it is because it's like a full spoiler, but it, it, it is in the last, the end of the book, it involves Drew, her crush Will, and a period purse. And I'm not gonna explain what any of those things mean. You're gonna have to read it, but Drew, Will, period purse, go find it. Okay, I decided <laughs> to read that part. <laughs> um, um, what's your, what do you like most about being an Arthur? What do I like most about being an author? I like that I get to control the universe. I mean, I get to tell everybody what to say and where and where to hang out and how to act and how to learn and how to mess up. I get to play God every time I sit down at that computer. And in a world where, you know, in real life, we can't control anything but ourselves. We can't control our friends and our crushes. And even though we kind of try sometimes and we, think we you know we want to of course (laughs) but we can't and it's so frustrating but when I'm writing I get to control the universe 
Yeah, that sounds really fun. <laughs> it is. Um, do you ever have to deal with writer's block? And if you do, how do you get rid of it? So writer's block is this thing that everybody's like, oh my God, I'm, I sat down and like nothing is coming to me. And that is just, I don't really buy into the whole writer's block thing. I think it's one of two things. Either you're just not that inspired and like, just like anything, like sometimes you're just not in the mood and things aren't coming to you. But more than that, I think writer's block just means like you're going down the wrong road. Like you're, you're trying to like get to a certain place in the story or you're trying to get past this certain whatever make the plot move and it's not working and we call it writer's block like it's this like disease that has taken over our brain and like it's bigger than us and like we've been bitten by some sort of creature and it's now like we're contaminated yeah i don't see it that way i just see it as like it's your your story brain saying to you you're going down the wrong road like I'm not moving and working for you because this is wrong. And so I feel like when you kind of get stuck, you need to take a walk or I actually like to take a, pet, a pen and paper and go old school and try and solve it and like almost journal and figure out like what's not working here. Like it's usually an indication that something in your story is not working and you need to rethink it. But I, I don't think it's this like crisis thing that happens and now you're just out of luck find a new job <laughs> like I don't think it's any of that um do you have any advice for young writers um I do of course I do I have tons of advice <laughs> um the the um the main things I would say are one if you want to be a writer just write and now you're a writer like it doesn't take much just like if you want to be a runner go run like you can be a writer and just write and that's so just do it number two i would say journal 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 like get journals don't care about spelling don't care about grammar don't care about what you say don't ever let anybody read it or write these sentences thinking when this is published this sentence is going to be so important like the journal is for you to hear your own voice to get used to talk, like hearing the sounds that are in your head and to just get a sense of what interests you and where your brain goes when it's allowed to wander. It's a way of just like discovering what your writer voice is. And the more you do it, the more you'll get to know what interests you and what you sound like. And those things are really important when you're deciding to write something. And number three, I would say, don't necessarily show people your writing for a long time. Yeah. Like just do it for yourself. Because I think when you show somebody something, you're basically saying, what do you think of this? And when someone is asked, what do you think? They think, well, I better tell this person what I think because they want to know. And they're either going to criticize you and you're going to think you suck and then you're never going to want to do it again. Or they're going to tell you it's perfect and then you're going to think it's perfect and you're never going to get better, try to get better. And none of those things are true. <laughs> so you don't suck you just need to keep doing it and you're not perfect no writer is so somewhere in the middle of that is reality and i just really think like just do it to love it for a long time and just read and just start to be aware of what you sound like and just do it yeah and then suddenly you're a writer right mm -hmm. we don't have to be don't think about getting published and don't think about what like how are you gonna get this off to a publisher like that comes so much later <laughs> Just write 
and enjoy it. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> How is it having a movie based on your book, Clique? It was awesome. It was very cool to see these characters come to life, especially the fashion was amazing. It's also, if I'm being totally honest, it's hard because somebody else is now interpreting the thing that you came up with. So there's things where you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't have done it that way. Or I, that's not how it was in the book. And you get really kind of attached to like, well, wait, you took my thing and you made it something else. And that part took some getting used to, but it was, it's also an incredible honor. And it's just a fun, it's just a, hey, it's cool to see these people come to life. <laughs> yeah. Um, out of all your books, which one was the most fun to work on? Oh man. Girl stuff was incredibly fun to work on. I have to say, I really enjoyed these characters and I just, it felt so real to me that I loved it. The click was also really fun because it was, you know, the first stuff I did and it was, everything was just like, everyone was mean and fashionable and it was just like juicy and wrong and <laughs> dramatic and funny and, so, but for right now, I really loved writing girl stuff, truly from the bottom of my heart. And I can't wait, wait to write the next one. Um, why do you choose to write most of your books for middle grade? Because I feel like the problems that we have in middle school, we have those problems for the rest of our lives. Like if you really think about it, we always, it doesn't matter what age you are, you always want to fit in, you always want to be loved, you always have trouble and issues with boys and girls <laughs> and crushes and like that never changes. It's not like you get older, you graduate college and all of your insecurities go away. No, it that stuff follows you for the rest of your life. And so I'm always able to write about those issues because I'm always living those issues and I'm always surrounded by them. Um, the difference I think is as you get older, you just learn how to handle it better or you sometimes, sometimes it still takes you down because you're human, but you just learn how to handle it better. So I feel like I can write about those issues from a perspective of someone who can relate to them, but also has a little bit of wisdom surrounding them. So I feel like I can be, a, be helpful to people that are going through it for the first time that feel like, oh my God, my life is over. This guy doesn't like me. Like. And I, I get to say, you know what? Your life's not over. This is gonna hurt for a long time and then it's not gonna hurt at all. And you're gonna feel great. And you're gonna find something better. But I get that that perspective. And also I just think middle grade is just so, it's just fun and traumatic <laughs> in a way that like adult stuff is not as much <laughs> for me. Yeah. You know? I love the drama of it all. <laughs> it's just so much fun. Yeah. Um, when you're not writing um, a book, um, what else do you do for fun? Well, I read. Is that kind of, like, I guess I'm kind of nerdy. I read. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I have kids, so there's not a lot of alone time or downtime where I'm like, do it. But I love to go to the beach with my kids and, you know, yoga. I don't know. Nothing I say here is going to be any fun at all. <laughs> I used to snowboard and now my knees hurt. So that's over. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for um, this opportunity to interview you. And for my listeners, don't forget to check out Girl Stuff by V.C. Harrison and check out her other work.
Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. It was fun talking to you. It was fun talking to you too. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good one. Have a good one too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.